Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Holy cow, these Olympics are going to be a complete and total disaster. Just a disaster. Every day, something new is coming out about people not attending. You already have people in the Olympic Village who have COVID. It's, this is like five days away and no one cares. And expect nothing but misery. But there's a story here. And the story here is what goes forward from this. Because the Olympics is more than just sporting events. The Olympics is supposed to represent something about us and a common humanity. But that is being ripped away. And what is being left is an opportunity for people who do not share our common humanity. To have full control of a games that are solely and only exclusively interested in benefiting themselves and profiting for themselves as opposed to the concept of the games as a whole. They certainly are not interested in what the host city is trying to accomplish as those costs continue to go up. So you need somebody who's willing to front the cost, deal with all that, don't care if they make money because they want to set themselves up on a world stage somehow as a player, and this is how they're going to do it. This is the story about how China is the only nation left that can even begin to care about the Olympics and how everybody else is going to walk the other way. Now, I could be wrong, but follow me on the logic. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, it's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Parlor, Instagram, Twitter, at Tony Katz, and then, of course, TonyKatz.com. That's how you get to everything. The Olympics cost too much. The Olympics are too much money for any city within a nation to deal with. You're paying hundreds of millions, if not into the billions of dollars. Between getting the games, building out the infrastructure necessary for the games, things like the Olympic Village, the security for the games, never mind the fact that NBC is dropping real coin on being able to broadcast those games. Those games are supposed to show us the best of the best. Competing at a a, a height of capability that we are supposed to marvel at. And when done right, we do. And then you sometimes get the David and Goliath. And sometimes you get the record setters. And you get these moments and then you, 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 you know their names. It's very cool. Sometimes you get the 1980 U.S. men's hockey team. I mean... Sometimes you do. These things are the moments. For the cities that host them, they're trying to get on the world stage and get noticed. They may lose money at the beginning, but their belief is over time, they'll collect it back as people learn about them, know about them, and grow. And they'll come visit, and be vacations, or whatever the case may be. Getting on that world stage matters. This is why China has tried so desperately to get 
Olympic Games because they want to be on the world stage. Look at us. We're just like you, America. We're just like you, Japan. We're just like you, whole of Europe. Oh, yeah, we're just a normal, everyday country. But they're not a normal, everyday country now, are they? They're an authoritarian regime lauded by people like Representative Ocasio-Cortez. I mean, if she's going to do it uh, to uh, China, right? If she's all about China, all day, all night, all the time, China. I'm sorry, Cuba. Did I say China? Yeah, I got it confused right there. You've heard her on Cuba, right? You see, everything going on in Cuba, that's just the fault of the United States, don't you know? Just that wicked, wicked and wascally and altogether terrible United States of America. And what's extraordinarily important for us to communicate as well is you is you is the actions and U.S. contributions to the suffering of Cubans on the island as well. And that is directly related to the embargo, the U.S. embargo, uh, economic embargo that is uh, that is frankly uh, has been in place for over 60 years. Last month, uh, once again, the uh, the UN voted overwhelmingly uh, to call on the United. If you're talking about the UN and saying the UN calls on the United States to drop an embargo, you know what kind of bad person you are. Acacia Cortez is a communist. Now that we're done with that, we don't have to question that anymore. We're all in agreement. We all get it. We've all heard her. This is who she is. The embargo, the U.S. embargo, is absurdly cruel. And like other U.S. policies, particularly other U.S. policies targeting Latin Americans and Latinos, the cruelty is the point. It's because the U.S. is bigoted and racist. You understand that Representative Ocasio-Cortez doesn't care about Latinos at all. She doesn't care about anybody with brown skin at all. If she did, she'd be at the border today. She's not at the border today because Joe Biden's president. She's an ideologue. She is of this communist socialist uh, uh, evil. She doesn't have a mind to bring about a policy that isn't completely uh, self-absorbed. She isn't interested in the betterment of anyone. She's interested in supporting the Cuban regime. Don't let your daughters grow up to be Ocasio-Cortez. She's not a role model. Come now. But all of this posturing, for example, from China about the, the world stage and the Olympics is about being seen as acceptable, regardless of the useful idiots like Representative Ocasio-Cortez. I mean, she's the reason that I think it was Lenin used the term. So you have the Olympics being co-opted, utilized as a way of trying to create credibility for people who are not credible. The problem is that China is one of the only nations that can continue to keep up with the costs. Understand that Tokyo is screwed. They got screwed by COVID and they got screwed by a lack of people interested in, in, in the Olympics. It's a twofer. The head of Toyota has pulled the advertising dollars out of the Olympic Games and won't attend the opening ceremonies. Sorry, that's disaster. Absolute, unmitigated disaster for the Olympic Games. It's Toyota in Japan. Five days or whatever it is before the Games are supposed to begin.
So you have this inability to make money from the games. The games cost too much uh, to put on. The the uh, security issues are, are nearly impossible to keep all together. Now you've got only one or two nations left in the, on the globe that can actually handle this. The United States and China. The IOC, the International Olympic Committee, cares about nothing except getting paid. They certainly don't care about athletes. They don't care about any of it. Did uh, NBC make their payment this month for the games? Great. Otherwise, hmm, we'll have to we'll have to work on this. That's who they are. So where does this where does this lead? Where does this go? Well, the first, the amateur athlete has to start accepting the fact that this is over. The Olympics don't work anymore. On an economic basis and on a political basis, they don't work anymore. There's nothing here. Now, part of this can be attributed to the athlete themselves who have decided instead of winning, they would be woke. You have a transgender weightlifter. It's a man, says they're a woman, weightlifting. Nobody wants to see that. You can call me names from now until the end of time. I'm right. You know it. They know it. Not you. You know it. They know it. They get it. Nobody wants it. Oh, you're not accepting. I don't really give a damn what you call me. A man competing in women's weightlifting is not women's weightlifting. End of the story. A man competing in any, any woman's sport is not that woman's sport. It's something else entirely. I'm not interested. Next thing you're going to tell me is that men are stronger than women, and I'm going to go, what? Is that really true? I didn't know anything about that. Men are stronger than women. Ari, did you know that men are stronger than women? I didn't until this moment. Until this very, very moment, you didn't have a clue. You were like, holy cow. I couldn't believe it myself. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants to watch it. And no one's interested in the wokeness. They just want to see incredible athletes do incredible things and say things like, yeah, I can't do that. Some kid out there is like, you know what? Maybe I could do that. Right? That's, that's the cool side of both those things. You know, both those things are, are the cool sides of, of that one moment. And if people aren't going to watch, NBC can't make any money. So therefore, how can the IOC charge those outrageous numbers for the viewership, uh, you know, the ability to broadcast? So you have less and less nations that can get involved. Then you have less and less athletes who want to be involved because the days of the celebrity athlete, the pro athlete getting involved are gone. Roger Federer pulled out of the Olympics for, for tennis. You'll see less and less people from the NBA do it. It's just not worth their time anymore. Right when you had the dream team, you had a couple years of America failing at, at basketball in the Olympics. They're like, you know what, we got to change this. And you put together the dream team. What do you mean Isaiah Thomas isn't on it? And then they went out there and they just crushed people with their face. Just smashed right in the face. And you're like, yeah, that's, that's, see, see, if you want to play in that, you know, you know, that, that amateur stuff, well, anything's possible. You want to play with the people who are actually the best, here you go.
Well, those days are over. And the games are too expensive. And now they're too dangerous. And they can't keep anybody safe. You already have people in the Olympic Village with COVID. And you've already told them they can't fraternize in the Olympic Village. You know what they do in the Olympic Village? Just so we're clear, you know what they do in the Olympic Village? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That's what they do in the Olympic Village. Ew, David. Not to them. They love it. They love it. They want more of it. They're doing two or three at a time. Like rabbits. OMG. Are you kidding me right now? I am not. Like rabbits, producer Ari said. And now you're telling them to all stay away from each other? Yeah, they've got another reason not to go. The only people left who can actually make the games work are China. Because China can build the facilities. China can pay for whatever the broadcast is. And China can force the people to show up. The head of Toyota wouldn't have a choice in China. And therefore, it's no longer the games. It's just a big photo op and, and you know, Pravda play. I think no one's really taking a look at what this means down the road. How much has gone from, you know, those of us who are Gen Xers to from what we saw before. These are over. And I have looked at this 12 ways from Sunday because I would like to see the Olympics succeed and progress. There is no path. We are watching not the beginning of the end. We're watching the end of the Olympics. I'm Tony Katz.